Hey everybody, uh, welcome to LCBJJ Talks Podcast. I am your host, uh, Carlos Rachila, and with me this time around is Cisco. Cisco is a purple belt under me. Uh, he has been with us since the beginning here at Lake County Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, so he's been training with me for about uh, for four years. He just recently got his purple belt not too long ago, and he just finished coming from San Francisco where he took second place at the San Francisco Open for the IBJJF. So he's um, one of my main training partners, and he's an incredible, um, incredibly uh, great teammate for everybody here. He's also been assisting with the beginner classes, and he's looking to continue on training and teaching some more. So hopefully you guys get to hear a little bit about him. Um, as you can tell, he's very passionate about uh, jujitsu. So hopefully uh, you guys can pick that up. And uh, again, I hope you guys enjoy it. Bye. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Carlos. I am here with Cisco. Hey, Cisco. What's up, guys? How's it um, going? Thanks for doing this. Appreciate yeah, no it. Um, as you know, the, what I'm trying to do is here just trying to kind of introduce everybody to everybody um, so far. And then we're gonna, we'll have a little chat. Uh, and then I'll try not to ask you too many questions, I guess, but I, I'm going to have to. Um, we'll try to keep it short unless it becomes like a cool conversation. But other than that, I might shut off after two minutes. Yeah, I, I have really boring conversations. Yeah. So <laughs> what is uh, – give uh, people who might not know you or, or have only seen you around, give a, give a little background about uh, Cisco. Yeah, so I'm um, 30 years old. I'm going to be 31 in a couple days. I uh, – Originally grew up in Chicago, and then uh, I moved out to the south suburbs. I lived in Worth in Northern Park. I went to high school out there. Worth? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, was, <laughs> Worth is a small town, but we had a good time out there. Yeah, so I went to high school on the south side, uh, Amos Alonso Stag High School, and played a ton of sports. I, was, um, I did football, I wrestled, I powerlifted, and I ran track. And then uh, I graduated, went to college, um, I went to Eastern originally, didn't do so hot, ended up coming home, went to community college, and then uh, ended up transferring with all my best friends to Illinois State, where I ended up getting my degree in economics and business administration. And then uh, after that, I graduated, moved to Indiana with Leah, where that was around the time we started dating. My Who's wife. Leah? Leah's my wife. <clears throat> and then moved to Indiana which is actually where I started training jiu-jitsu. And then uh, after Indiana moved back, went to New Breed, and that's how I met you, and slowly, you know, after time, I was training there for a couple of years. Ended up uh, finding out that you were opening up a gym after I'd been praying to the gods that I would no longer have to drive <laughs> from Lake County to Niles. And then, uh, yeah, you opened up your gym, and I signed up right away. Yeah, you were student number... Technically three, I guess, because uh, I count Fabi as student number one. Fabi, and then <clears throat> then her husband. I don't know. I forgot his name. Um, yeah, whatever his name is. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? He's dead to everybody. Um, but no. So you, so how long how long have you been training jujitsu? Because I know you did MMA. Or no, you did not MMA. Really, you well, just did. Yeah, it was really just jujitsu. I started training mm -hmm. in 2011, but that was really brief. So I originally got into jujitsu because I, I was, you know, a big fan of boxing growing up. My uncle boxed, my 
know, growing up in a Mexican family, we always watched Oscar De La Hoya fight and, you know, just regular boxing. And his lingerie. Oh, yeah, and his lingerie. That was weird. But uh, I wanted to do MMA. I really like boxing. I wrestled. I was like, you know what, this might be something I want to try. So I moved to, I actually did an internship out in California. And during that time, I was training at AKA doing Muay Thai mostly. I really didn't do any grappling out there. I really just wanted to put an emphasis on the kicking and stuff. I felt like I had decent hands and I just wanted to start putting it together. I trained Muay Thai for about three months when I was out there. And when I came back, we, I decided to move to Indiana with Leah. And at that time I you know, did my research and I found out about James's gym, James Klingerman. And that's where I started doing the MMA. I did you know, the boxing, kickboxing, but jujitsu was just something that I was, you know, hey, you have to do this if you want to be good right. at MMA, right? So I was really getting into the MMA aspect of it, but when I was doing jiu-jitsu, I realized I was just getting beat up by everyone. It was just, you know, I could handle my own in the boxing, kickboxing, I could, you know, just, I understood where I stood there, but with jiu-jitsu, it just didn't make sense to me because I was just getting beat up, and it, yeah, it was like by little guys, big guys, mm -hmm. it didn't matter who it was, they were just moving around me, doing things, so in a way, I became obsessed with trying to figure out how to get good at jiu-jitsu. And that's where my passion for it started. I realized, I was like, you know what? This is so much better because I can actually train way harder. And I get punched in that head. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not getting punched and kicked and all that fun stuff. So, um, yeah, it was around 2011 that I started. And then, yeah, so you know, seven years now that I'm going on. Seven years, wow. Yeah. What, um, so you've been, because we've been open for four years. Mm -hmm. And because uh, you're a purple belt now. Yep. Um, when you... As a, you know, talking about what is your, because I know you're assisting in some of the classes, right? You're mm -hmm. teaching some classes here and there for, for me, thank God, thank, thankfully, I guess. Uh, much better teacher than I am, I guess. But what, um, when you see somebody, and it's usually typical beginners, right? Mm -hmm. when, you see a new, when you see somebody new come in, what, do you, what piece of advice can you give them? Like if, you, if you're able to sit them down and they yeah. come in and they're like, and like, hey man, I want to do jiu-jitsu, what piece of advice can you give? With somebody who has been doing it for as long as you have. Yeah. You know, I think the main thing is to just not have an open mind, but understanding that this is going to be a difficult task. But at the same time, if you stick with it, there are so many, you know, benefits to it. It's, it's so hard to like, you know, tell someone who's brand new, you know, like one piece of advice because there's just so much going on with jujitsu. There's right. so many benefits and you don't really know what they are until they, until you get into it and you're, you're experiencing it yourself, you know, like Jenny was talking about, it's that one hour a day that I can come in and just kind of clear my head. But the piece of advice that I would give anyone who's trying Jiu-Jitsu is stick with it at least for a year, you know, really just stick with it for a while, you know, designate some time and say, you know what, I'm not going to quit no matter how bad it gets. If I feel like I'm terrible, if I feel like this, if I feel like that, like, you know, every time I feel like I'm going to quit, stick with it. And that, you know, it's two-sided there. You know, on top of it, you're dedicating yourself to something for a longer period of time than you normally would, you know. And then on top of it, when you start seeing the new guys come in, you actually see where you, where you stand because, you know, if, you know, you don't see a lot of new people coming in or you're just training with the same group of people. Everyone starts figuring out and you feel really bad about yourself. You're like, man, I just keep getting passed. I keep getting beat up. I keep doing all these things are happening. I'm not improving. But then that new person comes in. And you just kind of like get them, you know, and you're like, holy cow, that was like fighting a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so stick with it, you know, just really don't give yourself some time, you know, that I think it's, I think it's really important that you stick with it as long as you possibly can. Just 
you know, if worst case scenario, a year, give yourself some time, see what you can do. And if you find out for yourself after a year, you're just like, oh, this is what I like to do, then hey, that's a conversation you have to have with yourself. But don't have that conversation with yourself after a month, you know, two months. That's silly to me. You come, you see people come and go, like you said. Um, and I see, as I mean, as an instructor and a school owner, I see, and I, you know, I hear when people are, you know, they're, they're going, right? And they're not, they're going, they're done. Why, uh, as a student, I'm all those kind of curious as a student, what do you, what do you see as maybe, not the main reason, but a contributing factor that they might quit beyond, um, I guess, injury or, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. any, any sort of like hardship like that that they can't really control too much. Um, is it, what do you, what is it? What do you think it is? I think I think most of it's social, like outside of jujitsu. Like you know, to be in, to do jujitsu regularly, you know, you're dedicating a big portion of your life. So a lot of people have their priorities where it's, you know, I st- I don't have a social life because I'm doing this. I don't have, you know, I'm dedicating more of my time to this than my career. I you know, I'm doing all these. My wife's getting angry at me for training so much. My friends are getting angry at me for training so much. And there's just too much social pressure on the outside that they don't, I think a lot of people who actually might like it, let the outside voices contribute, you know, dictate what they're doing more Mm -hmm. than the inside voice where they're like, yeah, I really like this a lot, but you know, everyone else thinks it's stupid. So why am I doing it? I think, I think it's mostly social uh, outside, you know, like outside pressure of like people who can, who might not understand what we do or what people do. And it's different. You enter, I always tell people you enter a different world when you start doing jujitsu. Um, you know, jujitsu will change you if you allow it to change you. Meaning, like, if you come in and you're like, all right, I'm, like you said, give it a, give it an honest go. Where um, I always find it very, because I'm not, I'm not this type of person. I'm always, I'm usually in or out with something. Um, sometimes my fault is I try to be, I try to do too many things at once. Meaning, like, I'm, I, I, I see something I want to do, and I'm like, oh man, I should do that, and I. And I had my and I had my hand in too many, in too many uh, too many cookie jars, as, as they yeah. say. Like, um, but the one thing that I know that I'm consistent in is 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 jujitsu. And again, because I've dedicated myself again, and just I like dedicating myself to it. I I just don't see. There's got to be a you got to give it an honest go at it. You just can't like, you just can't come in and be like, well, I'm gonna train once a week and then, you know. Uh, and, and and that's it, and I f- yeah and I I hear you about that, and I think that's maybe a, a big factor of why some people might not see the value in it. I yeah. mean, it takes a little bit. I mean, it takes a little bit, obviously, but I think when people see it, I think they enjoy it. Uh, what makes you keep coming back? So speaking on that, what keep what, what brought you back? Like when you started out, like what you're like, what the hell? Yeah, you know. The thing that drives me, what keeps me coming back, and it's obviously changed over the time. Initially, it was just, hey, I want to get really good at jujitsu. This is so much fun, you know? Like, I, these guys are beating me up for some reason. I need to figure it out. There's something underlying on there. And that focus has shifted over time, whereas now I realize that I'm obsessed with understanding what makes people great. You know, like, growing up in Chicago, we have Michael Jordan. He's the greatest basketball player that's ever lived and everyone has always talked about him like training and working harder than anybody else so that when he was on the court it was it was seamless it was effortless so now 
you know, I think about that. I'm like, what makes someone great? You know, we talk about Marcelo. What makes him great? Why is he special? What makes Lucas Lepre, Cobrinha, all the world champions? What separates them? And I'm obsessed with understanding that, but not only understanding that, applying that to my life. You know, I, I'm dedicated to jujitsu. I love jujitsu, and this, you know, genuinely makes me happy. And this is the avenue in which I think that I can perform at my best in anything. You know, this is something that I found that I'm excelling at, but it's because I've dedicated myself and I'm, you know, at the same time obsessed with trying to understand what is going to make me better at it. And, you know, to that extent, that has helped me in my personal life too, because the more I do in here, the more confidence I gain, the more, the, the more work that I put in makes it easier for me to be a better husband at home. You know, like, Hey, I did all this at jujitsu and I can handle that. And I'm doing all the going above and beyond there. What else can I do in my life? So clean up around the house, do little things like that, make sure my wife's okay, okay, at work now. I think to myself, what else can I do? You know, I can sit here and complain about how much I don't like sitting <laughs> at a computer desk, or I can make the best of my time and try to be really good at this, you know? So at the end of the day, for me, it's just, you know, hard work, you know, putting in as much work as I can because I don't know, I don't want to leave any stone unturned, you know, before my, my card is pulled. I just want to give it my best effort at anything I do, and I don't want to leave any cards on the table. Is that, <clears throat> when you, if you dedicate yourself like that, like you're doing it, and then, and I never, and that, that's, I mean, you've been doing it for seven years, so it's like, your dedication is a little, little bit different. I mean, what, like, what little changes do you think, somebody who's new coming in, right? Like, somebody kind of interested, they're coming in, what little changes do you think they can do in order to be like, get their best, I like their first year, right? Like, mm. they make the most out of their first year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, that's a tough one. I think if I had to say one thing that I wish I figured out sooner. Yeah, like, and, give yourself like this, a piece of advice. Like, you went back, you're like, this is Cisco's mm. first day at Jiu-Jitsu at Klingerman's. Right. And you're like, you go up to him, you're like, older Cisco comes in, and you're like, hey, yeah. younger Cisco. Yeah, if I, <laughs> if I had to tell myself one thing, it's, hey, you know what? Don't worry about anything else and, and just fall in love with the process. And I, I, this is said so blanket statement, but I'm finally understanding what this means is that you go in here and it, it's like I used to be afraid to like give my full effort. And in a way that was because the ego's attached to it. If you give your all at something and you're still not progressing, you know how hard that is mentally. Mm -hmm. I think th that's a big roadblock for a lot of people. So my, my focus now versus then is that I come in here and I actually enjoy those sessions where I'm like breathing crazy hard. My heart's about to fall out of my chest. I can't see straight, you know, just little things like that. <laughs> and th that's what's driving me more than ever now is that I, I wish I knew the sooner put in the work and just push and push and push and don't be afraid of failing. You know, I think that's a big one too. Don't be afraid of failing and give it your all because you know, what, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to get better at something or I don't get better at something. I don't, I'm not going to go backwards if I, if right. I try really hard at something. So, yeah, it, that is the, the biggest difference is just falling in love with the process, understanding from the beginning that it's going to be very freaking hard. It is just going to kill you. It is going to put you up and down. And, you know, you're going to think highly of yourself. You're going to think poorly of yourself and all of that. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because as long as you come in, in here and you work hard, you're going to get results. Mm -hmm. You know, so don't don't be afraid of those tra hard training sessions. Don't be afraid of losing. Don't be afraid of failing. Just come in and give your all. That's it. That's 
That's good advice. I mean, I think it's hard for it's hard for when somebody comes in, you know, to be like, hey, you gotta right. commit yourself to that. But you know, when people do come in, I just you know, I, I'm, you know, I do ask them like, it's like, do ask them like how I try to get a feel for them, you know, mm-hmm. and I do ask them. I remember one time I was very blunt, and um, I'm a very blunt person, I guess, but. I, one gentleman, he called me. He goes, yeah, I'm only going to train once a week. Then I told him, don't even come in then. I told him, I don't even come in then. He's like, why? And I'm like, don't, don't even come in. I'm like, because, you know, he gave the whole spiel of like, man, I want to get good at jiu-jitsu, man. I've been watching it, you know, all that. And I'm like, that's awesome. I'm like, he had a, I'm like, he had a great thing. But then he was like, well, I'm only going to come in once a week. And I'm like, well, that you, whatever you just told me goes null and void. Right. And, and I did ask him, and I said, you know, what do you – I mean, what's stopping you from there? And I said, you know, maybe it's maybe he's got a crazy work schedule. And I would have been like, you know what, maybe a little bit better than none. But he wasn't committing himself to it. Like, he was like, well, I got to do this, this, and this, all this other stuff. And I'm like, are you, why? why? Like, why, yeah. like, why are you doing all those stuff? And it wasn't like stuff that, like, you know, I got to hang out with my wife and, you know, and, like, pick up my kids. No, it wasn't. It was like, he was a like young dude, from what I can tell. And he just didn't, he was just, like, all over the place. And I was just like, man, you got to. It was almost like I was just like, man, you got to commit yourself to something, yep. especially at this young age. Like, got to commit yourself to something. You just can't do it. And, and again, and like, and I know, and I speak from experience because, like I said, I'm like, I try to commit myself to a lot of things and go all in on a lot of other things. Um, and I know it, and I, I've been doing a much better job lately. Like, where I've been kind of pulling myself out, or you know, just scheduling out my time, but. I still make time for something, you know, I, there's always something in the back of my head where I'm like, like I got to get good at that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, and, and obviously it's jujitsu, but you, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to oh, contradict myself, but it, it's, it, I don't know. It's, it's really weird. Like he wasn't all in, you know what I mean? I don't know. It was, but it, it was just kind of well, a weird conversation think, anyway, yeah. but. I think it's tough for a lot of new people to really understand what it takes to be good at jujitsu. You know, I think we live in a world where everything is, instant gratification, instant satisfaction, you know, yeah, I, want, I want to, I want to just have this. I want, how do you get good at jujitsu in like a week? It's like, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen in a month. Like, it's not going to happen that way. And when people realize that they just don't want to yeah. have to continue on with it. They're like, Oh, I can't get good at jujitsu coming in one day a week. They don't get it, you know, until you're on here and you're doing it. And it takes, I, I think the people who understand it and accept it are the ones yeah. that stick in it for the long haul. The people who are just like, nope, this doesn't fit my lifestyle of instant gratification. Yeah. I'm gone. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's like that. And I hope, but I think that, you know, the, the school now has had a lot of people, I think that have kind of pushed through that like little instant plateau of that. And they realize they're like, oh man, what the heck? But then there's always something that happens, and it kind of turns that switch of them coming back, and it's always a good thing mm-hmm. uh, for them. And it's you know I always try to like you mentioned like it's you put in the work here, it's gonna start leaking and starts leaking into other parts. It should at least yeah. Um, you, you try to, um, and I think that's another like benefit of jujitsu where it's just like you're just you, you can commit yourself to that, but you can't commit yourself to the you know what I mean. And it's like I don't know. It's I don't again. It just goes back to sometimes I, you know. But I get it. You know what I mean. Like work is work, and then you know obviously with your family. Um, but yeah, man. But yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's it. You got any anything else? I mean, what's what's next for you? What do you got? What do you got coming up? Anything yeah. cool? Anything yeah. cool? Yeah, we're doing the Chicago Open in uh, at the end of the month, and then. 
I plan on competing as much as possible this year. I'm going to try to do Atlanta in, uh, at the end of May, yep. or the beginning of May. May uh, 5th. May 5th. And then we're definitely going to world, so that'll be fun. But, you know, for the most part now, it's just focusing on improving little things from uh, my first tournament this year at San Francisco. Old Man Worlds or regular? Or regular Worlds, and we're going to do Old Man Worlds because, you know, Lee and I, we, we kind of use these as, like, little vacations too. Yeah, of so course. So like, <laughs> go do work, and then after that, let's play. Yeah, of course. But, uh, yeah, we're going to do regular Worlds, Old Man Worlds. Just try to, you know, just see where we're at, measure it up, and then come in, make improvements throughout the year. Basically cool. it though. Awesome. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Well, there it is. I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation with Cisco. Um, it was a good conversation. I had a lot of fun. Sorry for the little bit of um, little bit of sound quality as I was sitting closer to the actual microphone than Cisco was. Uh, I didn't really get a chance to hear it. Maybe that's why. Uh, professional podcasters wear like you know headphones and all that stuff but uh, you know we're not a professional podcast and never claim to be <laughs> never claim to be but I uh, hope you guys under hope you guys uh, enjoy the conversation got to know a little bit about Cisco again like I said Cisco is uh, you know helping out with our classes and uh, I think he's doing a great job and looking for more from him um, as he progresses continues to progress in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu so uh, until next time I will see you guys on the mat. Bye.